well, 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 welcome to the Purple Stuff Podcast. Starring Jay from the Sexy Armpit and Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. We've got a crazy storm going on here, Matt. Mm-hmm. It's rain and wind. If I heard things correctly, right now we're in a nor'easter and a hurricane's a coming. Well, I mean, even if we don't get hit with that hurricane, it's still the impending doom of a possible hurricane, which instills fear in all of our hearts. Yeah, I mean, I love big storms. I'm just afraid that the power is going to go out. Like, I'm going to be in the middle of editing this, our 27th episode of the Purple Stuff Podcast, and kaput. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad if that happens. Like, it's the end of the podcast. I don't mean this episode. I mean the podcast. <laughs> Done. There's no use in doing it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm very fickle when it comes to these things. If my power goes out during editing, we're through. <laughs> we'll just do it live at one of the shelters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my thing is, like, uh-oh, I won't be able to charge my phone. We're we're so sensitive to the real problems in the world. Yeah, so it is a crazy storm, though. And it's funny how, you know, we were at like 90 degrees a few weeks ago, and now it's like freezing cold out, and there's tons of rain and wind, and it's pretty nasty outside. But it does make for a perfect October evening indoors, which is one of my favorite things. I mean, I love the indoors. That's why I never go outdoors. And <laughs> in October during a storm, it's just perfect. And you're right. It's freezing today. It is. It's cold. Like you know? I'm like sitting here, like holding my knees together. I look like a mummy. I, I can't even believe you're able to talk to me without your teeth chattering. <laughs> well, podcast. <laughs> So, yeah, I got some candles going, pumpkin candles. Ooh, I like that idea. Give me a second. All right, yeah, you fire that up. Let me see if I can fit my paw into this goddamn candle. I can't. I have, my hands are just too fucking big, man. Oh, I thought you were wearing, like, mittens or something. No, it's just my goddamn gorilla hands. <laughs> I oh. never noticed your extra large hands. Yeah, so I pull my sleeves over to try to shield them from view. Oh, okay, I got you. All right. Well, I couldn't get the candle lit, but it was a good try. Good try. Valiant effort. So mm -hmm. I've been working a lot on the Halloween special. Oh, my God. You are really going over the top this year. This year is like way overboard and it's, you know, it's taken over my life. But I'm happy to say that the end is near and I'm hoping to premiere it very soon within the next week or two. I'll keep everybody posted. But I just wanted to throw out there if anyone is interested in seeing the other ones. You know, the previous Halloween specials, we have three of them available right now. And you're, you are actually in some of them, too. I believe I'm in two so far. You are, yeah. Mm. And who knows, maybe you'll show up in the next one, too. <laughs> we'll see. Depends on if I like what I see when I look in the mirror. <laughs> I don't know. You just have to hide the monster hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll be wearing gloves for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to check them out, it is YouTube.com slash The Sexy Armpit. Excellent. <laughs> what do we got going on tonight? Oh, boy. Well, this was your idea. We are doing a game called Fact or Fiction. 
That's right. And I'm surprised you agreed so easily to this. To one so of these, am I. In retrospect, so am I. <laughs> to one of these diabolical schemes. Yeah. So fact or fiction is exactly what it sounds like. And what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth posing questions to each other, uh, which is two statements. One is a fact. The other is complete bullshit, right? And the other person has to decide which one is fact or fiction. Yes. We're going to do five rounds. So each of us get to say our facts or fictions five times. Right. And I think I want to add some stakes to this game. Are they like ribeyes or what? <laughs> porterhouse. 24 <laughs> ounce porterhouse uh, steaks. fillets, I'd be all in. <laughs> no, no. Steaks with a A-K-E-S, you know, like Dracula steaks. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. So I think the winner gets a free bottle of Silver Patron from the loser. That's a good steak. I like that. Yeah, so that's like there's like now basically fifty bucks on the line. Well, that depends on where you buy it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you buy it here, yeah, it's a lot more expensive. Yeah. Okay, that's a good stake. I like that. I'm really invested in the game now. I am not going to lose. All right, so we have a, a competitive edge now. We have to really get in the game, right? And we both agreed earlier that there will be no on podcast googling. That's a good point, and I'm glad you brought it up because. People listening, the first thing they're going to think is like, oh, these guys are always typing in on their computers like to look stuff up. Tonight, we are not. You, you'll hear us because like right now. Watch. Yeah, look, listen. Yeah, you could hear us. Yeah, type. you could hear that shit. Yeah. So we're not going to be typing at all. Mm -hmm. This is all on the up and up, completely legit. And there's a real bottle of tequila on the line. Yes, I like it. Cool. So do you want to start? I will start things out. Yes. And I, I feel like I'm going to start things out on a pretty easy note. Fact or fiction? Round one. Kiss has never covered the Monster Mash. Or Vincent Price once joined in a Kiss performance on a late night TV special. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say that number two is bullshit. Okay, number two is bullshit. Yes! Yeah. Oh, God, I'm one-fifth on my way to a free bottle of $50 <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> now, I, I'm surprised. How did you get that? Is it just a wild guess? I'll tell you the truth. There were some psychological aspects in play. I've known you for a long time. Yeah. And when you lie, you tend to go long. Your first statement was a lot shorter. Okay, all right. That's good. Yeah, Kiss never covered the Monster Mash. So that's a good call. But Vincent Price joining Kiss in a performance is stuff that dreams are made of. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a... Okay. All right. Here's my first fact or fiction. Can't wait. The first jack-o'-lanterns were made from turnips instead of pumpkins. The first jack-o'-lanterns were carved not with faces but with the initials of lost loved ones. Oh, jeez. Which one is fact and which one is fiction? I'm going to go with the lost loved ones being fact. You are wrong! Oh, man. It's commonly accepted that the first jack-o'-lanterns were carved from turnips, not uh. pumpkins. This was a long, long time ago in Ireland, mm. and there were also other vegetables that were carved back then, 
but it would be some time before pumpkins joined the fray. What other vegetables can you carve? Like, and, and a pumpkin isn't even a vegetable. It's a gourd. Well, whatever. You know, let's let's not, let's not split hairs or, or try to get off on a technicality or anything. You lost. Round All one's right. mine. I lost. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, a few years ago, I actually did try to carve a turnip after hearing about this. And those motherfuckers are like bricks. I don't know how people did this. They must have been much stronger back then. Yeah, like um, very brutish. Very brutish. <laughs> Fact or fiction? Round two. Amy Dolan's auditioned for the role of the film version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Or Claire Danes was originally approached to star in the TV version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Claire Danes one, I think, is bullshit. Wow. How in the hell are you doing this? I, if I'm not mistaken, have read that about Amy. And if I'm also not mistaken, I don't know if Claire Danes would have been a logical choice at that particular point in time. You nailed it. You nailed it. I felt Amy Dolans would have been great in that role because she had that kind of California girl vibe with the blonde hair. And stop looking at me like that. Wendy, Denise is coming here to eat you. I'm going to call your father. No, don't open the door. But Christy Swanson at the time had a long line of genre films like Flowers in the Attic and Deadly Friend and things like that. So she would have been, she was perfect too. But Amy Plus Dolan, she was awesome in that movie. She was so good. She was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, wouldn't have Claire Danes been too young? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. she would have been like 12. So yeah, I mean, you're you a really good detective. Uh-huh. I think you're going to get the bottle. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't want one of those half-used bottles from your freezer. I know there's like eight <laughs> of them in there. Fresh, in the box. And believe me, if there was any bottles in there, <laughs> I'd be drinking them right now. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to need them, because this is only going <laughs> to, this slaughter is only going to continue. <laughs> But first, let's wrap up this round with my fact or fiction. Sarah Gilbert auditioned for the role of Jamie, the little girl from Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Elizabeth Berkley auditioned for the role of Rennie, the main character from Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Which one is true? Which one is false? The Elizabeth Berkley is fact. That is correct. Ah. Could you imagine? Now, I already feel like the tide is turning on that movie and people are starting to appreciate it, but it would just be so over the top if Jesse from Saved by the Bell was the main girl in Jason Takes Manhattan. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! I think it would have elevated the film a little bit only because of her recognition. People have an affinity for it, but the problem is... There was not enough in Manhattan. Well, that's almost like part of the appeal now is that it's so dumb that you like it. it yeah, it was right up there with uh, Jason like, and Spade, Jason 10. Well, I actually, I, I think Jason X was a good movie. I can't say that Jason Takes Manhattan is a good movie, but it's just so stupid that it makes a full rotation. It comes back to awesome. See, I, I prefer Jason Takes Manhattan, I guess, only because it is just so schlocky. It is. It's schlocky and it's really <laughs> sleazy. It's it like is, the yeah. grungiest of all of them. It is. 
<laughs> I love it. Friday the 13th, Part 8. Jason Takes Manhattan. Rated R. Starts Friday, July 28th. Round 3. Fact or fiction? Sam Hainophobia is a parody cover band of Danzig's post-misfits band Sam Hain. Phasmophobia is the fear of ghosts. Phasmophobia is the correct answer. You are correct. Mm -hmm. Phasmophobia is the fear of ghosts. Although Sam Hainophobia is not a parody cover band of Danzig's post-misfits band Sam Hain. It's the fear of Halloween. I know that because it's one of my questions. It is. It is. Oh, geez. You just, you just cheated yourself out of, a, <laughs> out of a point, buddy. Have you ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen the first two. <laughs> and Samhainophobia just sounds like complete bullshit, but that's really what they call it. The, the yeah. fear of Halloween is Samhainophobia. It's probably pretty easy to have an irrational fear of Halloween with all these costumed misfits walking around and coming to your door. Right. I mean, I'm I'm almost scared of it right now. Right, I'm, actually, I'm, I think I just I just developed Sam Hainophobia. You're a Sam Hainophobic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing real well, and um, you know, I uh, there could be some you know underhanded things going on. There's maybe. no bullshit. <laughs> I'm I'm appalled. I'm giving you my answers quick. <laughs> concisely and I'm explaining why I picked them. Don't try to talk your way out of the fucking Patron. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's All mine. Right. Here's my fact or fiction. All right. Jamie Lee Curtis played a small part in Halloween three season of the witch. Jamie Lee Curtis played a small part in Halloween five, the revenge of Michael Myers. Uh, the, the one about Halloween three is the true statement. That is correct. Yes. She uh, actually played two small parts. She was the voice of both the curfew announcer and the telephone operator. Yeah. Very cool tie to the original movies, of course. It's six o'clock. It's six o'clock. Curfew. Curfew. All residents of Santa Mira, please clear the street. Curfew is now in effect. The current score is Matt 3J2. Now, here is round 4. Your next fact or fiction. Ron Perlman is slated to play Herman Munster in an upcoming feature film of the Munsters. Or, Herman's makeup in the original Munsters was actually violet. Oh, fuck. Both of them sound completely plausible. I've certainly seen purpley pictures of the monsters. Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, the violet one is the true statement. Yes, you are correct. Oh, man. Uh, but that was good because Ron Perlman would make an excellent Herman Munster. I know, right? I casted him in my, in my Munsters movie. 
I completely bought it. And I thought yeah. you were just going to tell me that, yeah, he was supposed to be, but they canceled the project. <laughs> no, actually, I just made that one up. Wow. But yeah, um, Herman's makeup in the original Monsters, Fred Gwynn, his makeup wasn't green when they did the black and white series. It was actually violet, almost purpley, because of the way it showed up as black and white. But when they moved into doing a couple of color movies, it obviously had to be green right. because it was color film. So. But I mean, I... I I definitely didn't know that, but I've seen like a lot of art that has them in purple paint. Right. So I just assumed there must have been something to it. Herman, you've got it. I've got it again? Right. Oh, goody. <laughs> I just love it when I've got something, even if I don't know what I've got. Nice job. Thanks. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, here's my fact or fiction. Okay. One star of a certain Nightmare on Elm Street movie was listed in the credits as Oprah Noodle Mantra. Oh, I know this already. You don't even have to stop. <laughs> Go ahead, finish. <laughs> All right. Well, one star of a certain Friday the 13th movie was listed in the credits as Salsa Mandy Cork. <laughs> Way to make me look stupid. Okay, Oprah Noodle Mantra, a.k.a. Johnny Depp. Ding, ding, ding. One of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, Oprah Noodle Mantra. <laughs> yeah, the best name ever. <laughs> yeah, this was for his cameo appearance in Freddy's Dead, where he was in that anti-drug commercial. Yeah, this is your brain on drugs. Yeah, and then Freddy smacks him in the face with a frying pan. This is your brain on drugs. Yeah! What are you on? Looks like a frying pan and some eggs to me. <laughs> Salsa Mandy Coot? What was the other one? The other one was Salsa Mandy Cork. <laughs> well, I don't know what we're at now, but I think... I believe we're 4-3. Okay, 4-3. Yeah, so you, you have to, like, get me on one of these. I gotta get you. You gotta get me. I think this is your last chance. Oh, man. Okay, let's see what I could pull out of here. Round five. Robert England once provided the voice of Gilman in a cartoon. Or Lurch from the Adams Family was intended to be a mute. Um, Lurch is the truth. You're right. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah, those that, uh, that first one was just a little too cute for my tastes. It was cute, but there's uh, some truth behind them. So get this. So Robert England didn't voice Gilman in a cartoon, but his successor, Jackie Earl Haley, was the voice of Gil Waterman from Gravedale High. Really? Yes. So there's a link. There's a link there. But Lurch from the Adams Family was originally intended as a mute, and he started to ad-lib the line, You rang. You rang. And then they just kept it because they liked it. The producers thought it was great because he has the deepest voice register. Yeah. And, and it just comes off really creepy when he says it, so they, they stuck with it. But nice job. Thank you. Oh, I'm so close. I could freaking taste the tequila. <laughs> If I get you on this one, you're done, man. You're done. Is that it? We're over already? No, no, no. I okay. have to get you now. Okay. So, uh, well, actually, 
yeah, I won no matter what. But let's go through the motions. <laughs> Fact or fiction? All right. At the height of the tampered trick-or-treat candy craze, many doctor's offices used to x-ray bags of Halloween candy for free to check for razors. Beginning in 1976, the state of Missouri banned people from giving away unwrapped candy on Halloween and created special PSAs to warn families not to do this. The doctor one is true. That is correct. When you hear about razors and candy and all that stuff now, there's always that impression that it was just a rumor and it never actually happened. I found some articles that make it sound like it actually did happen. It did, I, yeah. Yeah, I can't emphatically say that it did, but I could absolutely tell you that this is true. Many, many doctor's offices used to x-ray bags of candy for free, which is crazy if you think about it. It is. It's crazy because and that's one of the reasons why trick-or-treating is not as big as it once was. I mean, not the reason, but it's one of the reasons. Weird stuff happens. We saw, we talked about it in the episode recently about, you know, the semen candy. Oh, God, the semen candy. <laughs> I wonder if that would show up on an x-ray machine. <laughs> the doctor takes out his black light scanner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's so disgusting. <laughs> that's so disgusting. Don't eat anything that doesn't look right. If it looks funny, it might not be so funny if you ate it. Well, uh, looks like you owe me a fifty-dollar bottle of Silver Patron tequila. We're done already. What? I okay. <laughs> we're not done. I thought that was it. <laughs> no, we're. I have not yet begun to fight. I have five. We're doing five rounds each. That was it. That was five. Yeah. We got to keep going then. <sighs> I don't have any more questions. If you want to continue to stump me, you can just do it for kicks. All right, I'll give, I'll give you one last one. Okay. You ready? Sure. Fact or fiction. One of the most sought-after telco motionettes is based off of one of the Universal Monsters. Or, in the board game Clue, the owner of the mansion is Dr. Black. Second one is bullshit. Well... That is a trick question. <laughs> I, well, I know what you're going to say, and I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Okay, because go ahead. Tell. The, the telco, that white goblin ghost dude from telco. That's, that's that you're... Not, no, that's not who I'm talking about. Okay, well, I can tell you that there are universal monsters that are very sought after. Right, but the most sought after telco motionette is the devil. Mm. And he goes for several thousand dollars on eBay. And uh, he is obviously not a universal monster. But... The board game Clue, the owner of the mansion in the United States version, is Mr. Body. But in, yes. Clu in Cluedo, the British version, is uh, Dr. Black. Colonel Mustard, it is your turn. Please roll the die. So it was not just, it was actually two trick questions in one fact or fiction. Yeah, you know, sometimes I like to stick it to the mat. Yo, that was a load of fucking crap, man. <laughs> If you had played that during the real game, automatic disqualification. <laughs> you need to check yourself. I think I just twisted your brain into several knots. Yeah. What a load of bullshit. <laughs> Are we keeping going or no? Yeah, why not? I mean, I got a few minutes before I have to go sit on the couch and watch Roseanne reruns. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. I have a big night planned anyway, so I'll be watching the Fat Albert Halloween special. Oh, I didn't know there was one of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fact or fiction? Okay, fact or fiction. McFarlane Toys made three versions of the Blair Witch, who has never even been seen in either of the films. Or Marilyn Manson was originally a rock journalist before becoming the Antichrist superstar. Hmm. Damn, you're, you're using up all your good questions post-game. What a big mistake, because I don't know. But I'm going to go with Marilyn Manson being the true statement. Wow, you're, you're really good at this. Yeah, because I feel like if there was even one Blair Witch figure, I would know what it looks like. Well, no, actually, you're wrong. There's two versions. I just, I stretched the truth a little bit. Better to be wrong when it doesn't count, you know? <laughs> so Blair Witch figure from McFarlane Toys, there was two versions. There was one that was like a female companion to Groot, like a tree friend. And then there was another one that was like nasty looking dreadlock skull woman. And uh, I prefer the latter because she had more attitude. You had an encounter with the Blair Witch. It, it was like a woman. And then right. she opened up her shawl. And what was under there? And under it, there was hair on her body, like a So horse. she was hairy from head to toe? Yeah, it's just kind of like strange looking. Wow, I actually don't think I've ever seen either of those. So nice trivia. Yeah. And the Manson thing is totally believable because he's a smart guy. He's a and, smart guy, yeah. yeah and, so there's no way I couldn't, like, he obviously can write. Yeah, he actually has written some amazing reviews of music and. He actually has an affinity for certain collections of things. Like he collects vintage metal lunchboxes and uh, he has like a museum of medical prosthetics and fake body parts and glass eyeballs and artificial limbs. Man, that's two things him and I have in common. <laughs> he also loves Nintendo. So that's another thing. Yeah. I guess I love Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just rolling in it. You're rolling in the yep. tequila. And the yep. tequilas. Keep yeah. it keep it coming. Keep it coming. You wanna keep going? I'll keep it coming. I wanna see if see if you can get me even once. <laughs> I get well, I got you at least two or three times, so Yeah, and all it took was two trick questions and in, intentional muttering. I have at least one more. Okay. Fact or fiction. Scooby Doo and Mystery Inc. has had a run in with the Jersey Devil. Or Abbott and Costello have had a run-in with Jason Voorhees. Number two is bullshit. You're right. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And you probably remember when I brought that up to you one time, I have a piece of art of Abbott and Costello meets Jason Voorhees. Yeah, I, I've seen it. Yeah, by uh, Primo Cardinale. He's an artist. And at Monster Mania, he had this piece of art that looks like a VHS cover of Abbott and Costello meet Jason Voorhees. It's the most amazing thing ever. Primo, so, Primo what? Primo Cardinale. Cardinale. Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, I would say if your name is Primo Cardinale, you probably have to be. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Scooby-Doo, they did have a run-in with the Jersey Devil in a comic book, uh, DC comic book, uh, number 44, March 2001. Uh, street value of like three bucks and a quarter? <laughs> Yeah, or you could just watch my uh, video review on YouTube. <laughs> That's youtube.com slash the sexy armpit. <laughs>
It's my second cheap plug. Yeah. Well, you might as well get something out of this. This podcast costs you $45. Yeah, and several hours of my life trying to formulate all these amazing questions. Yeah, which I'm just killing. You're doing a great job. All right, so we got anything else? Okay. Fact or fiction? Mm. TV's Bates Motel aired in 1987, and the new A&E series gives it frequent nods. Or... Producers chose Jason Bateman to play the young man who took over the motel from Norman Bates because Bate was in his last name. Huh. The second one is true. Oh, I gotcha! <laughs> okay, so Jason Bateman... <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jason Bateman did appear as a young kid in the TV movie Bates Motel, which aired in 1987, but he didn't play the main character who took over the uh, Bates Motel for Norman. He played another character in the movie. Norman may be gone, but the motel lives on. You can check in, but you can't check out. It's the Bates Motel next. It's going to be a real crowd teaser. All right, well, we got one. Well, I got, like, one bottle of tequila? No, you got nothing. No tequila. There's no cash prizes for that victory. <laughs> Game over. Game over. Oh, God, this has totally made my night. I mean, I've been having a rough week, I have to tell you. Yeah. And... Well, I mean, getting a free bottle of tequila will make anybody's night. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I specified this earlier, but the rule was you had to buy it right now and drive it over. <laughs> Just, like, leave it by the door and give me a little... <laughs> Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yes, exactly. In this torrential downpour with the threat of a hurricane? Yeah, I mean, those are the stakes. What if I have Sam Hainophobia? <laughs> Sam Hainophobia. Uh, well, this was fun. Yeah, I mean... I mean, any game that I win is fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not to say that there wasn't any... Uh, chicanery going on i know you want to believe that there was chicanery i'm just that good you're too legit to quit <laughs> exactly <laughs> i had a nickel for everyone who's told me that uh well let's let you get one more plug in for that halloween special since you lost the game oh well i appreciate that so halloween special 2015 is coming up you can be on the lookout for it and you can check out the other ones that are on our youtube page so this has been the Purple Stuff Podcast. I'm Jay from thesexyarmpit.com. And I am Matt from dinosaurdracula.com. <laughs> <laughs> Was it just me or did you go way up? It's like you yeah. hit your falsetto. Let me do that again. Yeah, one more try. Yeah. This is Jay from The Sexy Armpit. This is Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. And we thank you for listening to our fact or fiction. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Purple Purple Stuff Podcast.